Welcome, football fans everywhere. It's time for another installment of Show Us Your TDs. It's your boy, Melky, always doing things the Melky way. And like the song said in the intro, I can't be stopped. This podcast can't be stopped. And because we won't stop. And speaking of a man who can't be stopped, clogging toilets. <laughs> Sorry, Gooby. He's okay. Not- top of the fantasy world my ombre from another madre it's gooby what's good fam oh i'm doing well i'm doing well man uh, like you said still sitting at that number one spot you know doing doing well doing well how, how are you doing i'm great man uh, i'm uh, one again well we'll get into that i'm on a roll too i'm not near you yet but i'm you know, striking you're, distance. You're, you're there. You're there. You're there. You know what? Uh, well, you know what? Let's get into it, man. Fantasy recap time. Let's uh, do it, buddy. All I can say is 131. And I know people don't normally, or I know I don't normally do decimals because I just, it's pointless. <laughs> but fuck it. 131.75 to 74.5. Now, there is a little hitch in this, which we will get into later on in the, in the episode, but uh, he still has got Gus Edwards to play uh, Wednesday night. Um, yeah, I got to give credit to uh, one person and one person only, uh, Derek Henry. Thank you for being you. The, the king. Dude, dude put up 27 rushing attempts, 178 yards, Three rushing touchdowns, four targets, two receptions for seven yards. But that dude was a beast. And I've said this from the start, man. Indianapolis, you played really shitty teams for the first half of the year. You're playing some hard teams now, and it's not looking good. But... Man, Derrick Henry, thirty-six point five points. I can't complain with that, man. Like, uh, I should have started Kirk Cousins, but I didn't. Josh <laughs> Allen gave me twenty points. Robert Woods put up an eight-point game. AJ Brown, Tennessee Titans, they were on fire, man. Twenty-one points. Now that that that's a showing. Six targets, four receptions, ninety-eight yards, one uh, one receiving touchdown, and uh, one return touchdown. So it it was it was all it was all hands on deck for Tennessee. It, it was amazing. Uh, and then, you know, icing on the cake. I wasn't sure about this Pittsburgh game going down, so I picked up Green Bay Packers, put up 15 points against Philly. Can't complain with that. So, yeah. Uh I think it was a great pickup. I also picked up uh the uh, spare running back for Atlanta, Brian Hill, who didn't really do much, but you know what? It was better than nothing because my opponent had the uh, Todd Gurley. So I, I figured I'd pick him up. Uh, yeah, so right now I'm winning unless uh, Gus Edwards puts up a whopping 60-something points. <laughs> no, uh, I think I got this in the back. What about you, you, Melky? How did your fantasy week go? Oh, mine went uh, very well. It was a revenge game for me. I think I'm on this, like, Melky's revenge tour. So I took care of Jen. 
single handedly and easily. Um, my final score was 101.30, and she's not there. She's at 54.4. Uh, I I basically was nice enough to round give her 20 points with her two remaining players. I'm going to say she finishes close to like 75. Still not enough to beat me. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, Melky shout outs. I want to give a huge shout out to Justin Herbert. Uh, I mean, he didn't ball out like he normally does, but he got me 22.6 points and he was like that close. I don't know if you watched the game at the end. Uh, he threw it downfield and it was a 55 yard pass. That was almost a touchdown. Uh, but because, you know, rookies always make mistakes. He tried to do everything himself at the end and he was stopped on the goal line. But uh, I don't I didn't need I didn't need it. But I like I like having the points. Right. You know, but he still finished with the three hundred and sixteen passing yards, one touchdown threw a pick, but had a two point conversion. So it was good enough for me. Uh, Duke Johnson, way to show up, buddy, on that Thursday night. Thursday afternoon game with a nice 14 points. Uh, he did it all. 37 rushing yards, 43 receiving uh, receiving yards, and a touchdown. I don't know if you saw. The, I don't know if you were able to watch the game that one at uh, noon, but it was a nice toss by Watson, and uh, Duke just went right down the line and caught it easily and went in for the score. So big ups to him. It's a shame because I'm going to probably drop his ass soon <laughs> as, as David Johnson's on his way back. But you did, you did justice for me, buddy. So big ups to you, Mike Evans. Um, you know what? I feel like you're a must start now because Brady's looking at you all the time in the end zone. You had a nice 31 yard touchdown, and then you had a nice seven yard receiving touchdown. You only had 50 yards, but I feel like you don't need many yards when you're scoring all those TDs. Mm-hmm. So big shout out to you. And last but not least, probably the best defense going with going in the. Well, rival your defense because your defense is pretty stout. But the New Orleans Saints defense, this is week three where they posted double-digit numbers at 14. They had they only allowed three points against the Denver. <laughs> uh, they had a sack. They had two INTs and a fumble recovery. So they're, they're just balling right now. I, I couldn't ask for a better defense to have. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rolling just like you. Yeah, it sounds like it was a good week for both of us. Um, I'm actually looking at the numbers right now. Uh, New Orleans Saints is at the top of the fantasy defensive chart for points. Uh, then it's Miami. Wait, no, that's oh, okay. That doesn't make sense. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. I, was just, I was just looking at something else. Season total: Pittsburgh, <laughs> Miami, Indianapolis, Baltimore, New Orleans. So you're you're there. You're top. You're top five. Top five. Uh, no, but uh, we both had great games. Uh, shout outs to big plays by big, uh, some big players. So it's Anytime. it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be down to the wire like we talked. Um, one thing I do want to mention in this fantasy recap is this week we're gonna go over pretty much all the matchups this week as it's the final week of the season before Rangers. playoffs. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So we're gonna go over some matchups and some implications. But uh, Mo, tell us about your week thirteen matchup. I think I have the toughest matchup this week because it's with someone who was at the top of the food chain until for Dak went down. Yeah, for a while she was six and zero at one point. It's Lisa. She crushed me week five, I believe. I can't remember, but it was a shellacking. I re- basically ran with my tail tucked between my legs. 
that I have her this week. It's a different team. I think I have a different team right now. The projections are, um, well, depending on the waiver pickups, uh, they're, they'll alter, but right now it's 103 for me and 109 for her. It's going to be tough. It's going to be a battle. I, I want this win badly, not just, you know, to, you know, to get the number one spot or to get a bye. Cause I obviously want you and Alan to lose, but this is like a, a message game for me because Lisa's like done a phenomenal job and like her team is stout. Like she has DK Metcalf. She has Devonte Adams. She, she, like her wide receivers, uh, Alan Robinson, the third, she has wide receiver, wide, wide receiver depth more than I do where I got Ridley and Diggs. So that I think she has the upper hand there. Uh, running backs, I feel like I'm slightly uh, above her with you know Eckler, Connor, Clyde. And she's got Robinson. Robinson's been great. Um, she's got Miles Sanders, but the Eagles suck so much. You never know what you're going to get out of anybody on that team. Yeah. Shout out to you, Ba. <laughs> uh. yeah. You know, and then she's got Gibson, but I think Gibson had his best game of the season last week. I, I, there's no way he's getting three touchdowns this coming week. You know, and then everything else is a wash. So it's gonna be a, it's gonna be honestly, it's gonna be like the Tyson Roy Jones Jr. matchup. I don't know if you saw that, man. I watched it. Yeah, it was like two old people in a retirement home fighting over. Who took the false teeth out of the out of the glass? You know what I mean. Like you took my false teeth, now it's mine. But I must say, Mike Tyson still packs a wallop of a punch. Don't don't underestimate this man. Don't piss this man off because he'll kill you in one hit. I don't know, man. He, he may pack a punch, but he doesn't pack a punch like Jake Paul does. Holy oh, fuck! God. Little Nate Robinson, what were you thinking? <laughs> Poor Nate Robinson. Okay. That dude went in hard and then got knocked out hard. He got knocked out his ass not once, not twice, not three times, not four times, not five, not six. Okay, LeBron. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the fantasy matchup, uh yeah, the there's some there's like Gooby was saying there's this playoff implication like for myself. I'm uh, battling for a top spot and also a buy for the following week as the top two seeds get a buy for next week, uh, next week's opening round playoffs. Elise is battling for playoff positioning because if she's, if she beats me, she leapfrogs me. I will finish, I will finish fourth and she will be in third. So there's that because she has more points than I do. And like I said, this is a revenge game for me. I want revenge. And like I took it out on Jen. I want revenge. And Lisa, I'm sorry, you should have taken my trade for Big Ben for Gibson. Yeah. It probably would be in first. She should have taken my trade for Cousins or Allen. Like, yeah, should have. Should have. There was a, a lot of people threw quarterbacks at her for one of her running backs, and she she uh, decided to be a little scaredy cat. So you know what? You're gonna learn the hard way. You know what? It sounds like you need a uh, week five matchup that I had with her. Uh, when I posted up 146 to uh, 86, <laughs> when I when I gave her her first loss, week five, I'll take that. But that's the week uh, Dak went down too. I know yes. it probably 
It probably wouldn't have. I mean, it would have been closer. I'm sure you would have won that matchup anyways. But yeah, she lost Dak that week, and it's been yeah. a slippery slope ever since. But talk about your matchup. You've got a little easier uh, bout uh, this week. Uh, who you got? And uh, tell us, uh, re- tell us your matchup. So I got Jen, who uh, you are pr- probably going to beat this week. Um, what? What's that? I think I've already won. <laughs> you're kind of like you're sitting pretty just like saying. me right now. Just saying. Um, yeah, I got Jen. Um, I said this. I said this in our uh, group chat. You know what? The players are the ones who make the decisions, not us. We just <laughs> we just play them. So. Who knows? But uh, the matchup this week is uh, Josh Allen versus Tom Brady. Ooh, not Tom Brady. It's going to be oh, Ryan no. Tannehill. Tom mm-hmm. Brady is on a bye, uh, which is not good for me because I want Tannehill to fucking bomb it to A.J. Brown. But now I'm just going to be like, you know what? Hand it off to Derrick Henry. Give him 40 <laughs> points. That's all I want. Um, and then I got A.J. Brown versus DeAndre Hopkins, who Hopkins did not have a great game. And he's playing the best wide receiver cornerbacks in the league. So I don't know. I think I had the upper hand with the AJ Brown. Um, I do have Adam Thielen. I'm still unsure of what's going on with that, with the COVID situation. I know he tested positive and then he tested negative. And then I'm pretty sure they're doing a third test, but it wasn't out yet. That's why he didn't play this week or last week. Uh, so I do have him in uh, versus uh, uh, or Devontae Parker. Parker's good. I've always liked Parker. Um, but if Thielen plays, I know that Thielen's the better wide receiver in that situation. So I. He's got the better quarterback. The more yeah, reliable quarterback, right? Yeah, I, I think I had the better wide receiver matchup. Um, yeah. I- I'd agree with that. Minus DeAndre Hopkins, but you know what? With him playing the Raiders, I don't think he's going to put up a lot. But do you uh, think Murray's hurt? Because if you look at Hopkins, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt you, but Hopkins is, I think he's suffering because Kyler Murray's been shit the last two weeks. So I think I think Kyler Murray's hurt, actually. But that could be in your favor, too. That continues. So that, 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 that's a good point you threw out. Or- For sure, Q, uh, you know, um, that, that's a big, that's a big blunder in her, uh, lineup if, uh, Kyler Murray is hurt. Um, but yeah, uh, going to the running backs, Derek Henry, <laughs> no contest <laughs> versus Josh Jacobs, who's probably going to be out this week. Uh, so it's yeah, maybe. I don't, it's maybe right now. It, it, he is questionable, but, uh. He did go out the third quarter of the game uh, mm-hmm. last week, and he only put up two points. So I don't, I don't think that's going to be a, a a contest there. And then at the moment, I got James White of the uh, New England Patriots versus uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. of the uh, Rams. I don't want this matchup. But guess what? Caroline Panthers are on the bye. So no Mike Davis and no Christian McCaffrey, who uh, I think McCaffrey will be back for the playoffs. Thank God. But, uh, yeah, um, that, that's a toss-up. That, that is a big, big toss-up uh, in the running back situation that easily 
20 points that I could possibly not get. Um, actually, um, to, to jump in here, Henderson's not the number one back anymore. It's running back by committee. This guy, Henderson, Brown, and Akers. I don't know if you saw Akers' 84-yard run. Yeah, he uh, did. So it's you know, the the totem pole is changing there. So that might be in your favor, too, because if you look, Henderson didn't do much against me last week. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, it's that that's still a toss-up. You know, James White did have a decent game with 13 points last week, um, scoring a touchdown. So, you know, it, it's a toss-up. And then we got another no contest. Travis Kelsey versus Jerry Cook. Uh, we already know who, who wins that one. No, no explanations needed. Uh, and then we got Robert Woods versus nobody yet because Malcolm Brown is on a bye. So uh, by the looks of it, she has T.Y. Hilton. Or... Is that Scott? Yeah, Scotty Miller. So I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I don't think she wins that one either. No. And then uh, you know, Will Lutz. You know, New Orleans kicker, fucking killing it. Uh, versus Chris Boswell, and then Pittsburgh D depending versus Minnesota D. So right now, uh, with Adam Thielen in. Uh, he's at zero points rate or zero predicted points because of COVID, but I'm expecting him to get, uh, get back in there and have 10 points. So right now with that 10 points, 115 to 74, but again, she has two players on a buy. So I'd say probably 115 to 105 is the prediction. What do you think of that matchup? You're going to smash her. (laughs) Well, you 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 best hope not because you're gunning for that I spot. I clearly want you to lose. Like if you lose and Alan loses and I win, I jump to number one. Uh, I I I clearly want you to lose, but if you don't, I don't think you will because I think Jen, there's too many variables in your favor. Even yeah. though missing you got uh, two busts. Yeah, well, her team hasn't performed since she beat me in week three. I feel like and she's I feel like she's throwing in the white flag or the white towel, so to speak. So that bodes in your favor. I don't want to say this, but I think you got this in the bag. So congratulations, numero uno. Oh, don't don't uh, don't early celebration <laughs> yet. You know what I'll, I like to I'll, do. I, I like to throw myself the, down and under the bus first. And then when I win, then I hype it up. I'll see you in the playoffs. Let's put but, it that way. But, uh, yeah, implications for this. Uh, Jen, I'm pretty sure, is out because of her point differential. Even if she she wins, she still has the lowest points out of the top six. Um, If I win, obviously, I'm first. If uh, if I lose and you and Alan lose, I'm still first. Um, And then, yeah, if, if I lose and you or Alan lose one and the other one wins i get second and a bye so i i think i'm sitting good uh i, I like the matchup so it's a yeah. it's a favorable matchup for you like i said i i had the hardest matchup this week because it's against someone who has a pretty stout team minus the quarterback so that's the that's probably my saving grace and maybe the wide or running backs but yeah you i feel like jen Again, she's given up, so to speak, and her team has given up too, even though 
they have nothing to do with each other. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think you got in the bag. But I will be rooting against you all this week. <laughs> so <laughs> so why don't you give us a matchup? Who is also in the running for first? Allen versus our buddy Kevin Foster. Yeah, so this is an interesting matchup because uh, Kevin Foster has lost significant players this season. He's lost Saquon Barkley. He's lost Marlon Mack. He's lost Odell Beckham Jr. But yet he finds himself in a playoff spot at the moment. I know the standings haven't changed yet because there is a Wednesday game uh, to be played to be played still. But he won this week. He beat Devin. Uh, everybody beats De- Devin minus her husband. So, <laughs> <laughs> so he is actually he's leapfrogged a couple of people, and he's sitting in the playoffs, but in the fifth spot actually. When it's all said and done, and he's facing Allen, who Allen has been on a roll. He's he drafted very well this season. Uh, he put up some points. He's sec- currently second right now. And like Gooby was saying, uh, if it's a three-way tie, so if he were to win and both Gooby and I were to lose, Gooby would drop to number two, Allen would shoot to one, I'd stay in third. Actually, I'd go to fourth. Uh, yeah, because the point totals. Because po- my point totals aren't the greatest. But if he were to lose and Gooby were to lose and I were to win, then I'd go number one. And then obviously if Gooby wins and both of us lose, Gooby's number one. And... Yeah. And, if, so just, and if all three of us win, I'm first. Yeah, then nothing changes. Third. Yeah, then nothing changes. But his matchup is quite interesting because Kevin's got the best player in the NFL. Period. I don't care who you are or what you say. Patrick Mahomes versus uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is a legend, a legend in the uh, in the NFL. Um, it's having a great season. Uh, easily an MVP candidate. Um, so I feel like that's such a good matchup. It's hard to really pick. Mahomes has got a great – actually, they both have good matchups this week. Mahomes. Uh, I, I have a question. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, no, go for it. Uh, do you think Kevin sits Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to say it. <laughs> well, I mean, they're not the Jets. I mean, Denver's close, though, to being as shitty as the Jets. Like, he might, man. You never know. Probably speed him, too. Yeah, he's got Addy Mahomes against Denver, where Aaron Rodgers is playing Philly. So they got great matchups. He's got uh, Justin Jefferson, a nice uh, rookie uh, wide receiver this year for the Vikings. It's Tyler Lockett. That's a wash. I mean, Jefferson's getting more love these days. Uh, Lockett. In Minnesota yeah. for Jefferson. Exactly, exactly. Whereas Lockett, I mean, he's got Metcalf, but I feel Metcalf is um, Russ's go-to. Like, if he needs uh, a play to happen, he goes to DK. Uh, but Allen has the probably the best wide receiver in the league in Ty- Tariq Hill. Uh, whereas uh, Kevin hasn't put a spot there yet. Uh, who knows what he – honestly, we don't know what he does because he, he thinks, like, differently out of everyone in this league. So who knows? He's probably got some waiver pickups. Probably going for Debo Samuels, <laughs> as everyone is probably. Um, running backs, it's no contest. Allen has him there with Nick Chubb and and uh, Chris Carson versus Zeke Elliott and Nikeen Hines. Uh, tight end matchup, again, in Allen's favor. Um Darren Waller from uh, um, Las Vegas against Logan Thompson from the No Namers. 
Allen also has uh, Raheem Mostert at his, as his flex, and Kevin doesn't have anyone there yet. Kevin has the kicker matchup with Harrison Buckner, but uh, Allen does have bubbles. <laughs> bubbles! And then Allen made a, a defensive pickup using Seattle as they play the Giants this um, this week. Good pickup. So pick it was a good pickup because I actually was looking at that too. But you know what? <laughs> As much as I want Allen to lose, I think he's got this one in the bag too, which sucks for Kevin because Kevin has Kevin is in a must-win situation because his point totals are so shitty. He has to win in order to stay ahead of Tim and Mike because yeah. the, both of them, Tim and Mike, lost last or last week, so they dropped, and, and that gave Kevin the that catapulted Kevin up. But if Kevin loses, he's out. So because yeah. his point totals are so bad, uh, uh, he's out. Win for him. I'm rooting for him. I, I'm going to be his number one fan this week. Uh, I'll even fucking wear a, a, a tutu and some pom poms and you know, like Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. <laughs> get that. Get that popcorn ready. Let's go, Kevin. Get it done. Gooby, tell him the next matchup. Hey, first of all, I'm cheering for Kevin too. <laughs> I, I feel I, I, I'm cheering for Kevin too because I just want Allen to lose. I'm also cheering for fucking Lisa. I want you to lose. But uh, yeah, no. Uh, next matchup, we got. We're going Mike versus Devin. The Cook oh, Show God. versus Well, this sucks. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> that's her name. Um, yeah. This one's got uh, playoff implications for one person, uh, as well. This sucks is one and nine, or yeah, was it one and nine? She's one and nine yeah. right now, or one and she'll be one and ten this week, right? She'll be one and ten after, uh, yeah. After oh, no, tomorrow. one one and eleven. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, math is not my. You can't do math. <laughs> yeah. uh, where are we here? There we go. So, uh, playoff implications for Mike the Cook Show. Um, as I think if he loses, he should still be fine if he loses, I think. No, because no, no, no. He, Tim put a big, uh, uh big numbers this week. If you look at their point, point total right oh, now. Right. I, I keep on forgetting that this hasn't updated yet. Yeah, it hasn't updated, but Mike didn't score anything this week. Whereas, uh, Tim put up big, even though Tim lost, he put up some big numbers. So I think Mike would be the the one uh, outside looking in if Kevin were to win. Okay, okay. Uh, I see that now. Yeah, because this thing that hasn't updated yet because of the Wednesday yeah. game, it's kind of hard to tell where the matchups mm-hmm. are. But uh, let's get into the players. We're uh, doing Derek Carr right now uh, versus Russell Wilson, who we already know Wilson takes that. Hands down, though, Derek Carr is playing the Jets. Yeah, it's a so, favorable matchup for him. Uh, we got Keenan Allen versus, uh, at the moment, I don't know because she has Will Fuller in. And <laughs> guess what? Will Fuller, you're suspended. Dun-dun-dun, dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um, I think it's, what, six games for? Six games for PEDs. PEDs. Uh, now, granted, it kind of really isn't his fault because apparently the doctor that he went to uh, that gave him these prescriptions said it was in the bylaws for the NFL for him to take these. 
and it wasn't, and it was illegal. So, yeah, suspended for six games. So I don't know who she's putting in. She might pick someone up off the waiver wire. She is last, so she gets first dibs. Debo Samuels uh, is probably going to be the top pick right now. Um, Then we got, uh, was it Chris or Chase Claypool versus DJ Moore? I like DJ Moore. Oh, wait, no, DJ Moore's on a bye. He's on on a bye, so that's going to change too. Right. Again, because things haven't updated yet, we're not into next week, so no one's updated their lineup yet. Uh, So she's got Deontay Johnson for uh, Pittsburgh. She also has Juju Smith-Schuster, so I feel like she'll probably play Juju uh, instead of one of those two. Um I like Keenan Allen. I like Chris Claypool. Claypool is obviously going to have that feeling effect with, Chase. uh, Oh, Chase. <laughs> sorry. Chase, Chase Claypool. I don't know why I say Chris. I think I know a Chris Claypool. He, Anyways, could be a Chris. <laughs> he looks like a Chris. Um, I, I like the, I like using that feeling effect. Like I said, you have a really good wide receiver in Juju Smith Schuster. So they go to that second string wide receiver, uh, and Chase Claypool. Um, I like that wide receiver matchup for uh, for Mike a lot better. Um, going to the running backs, Cream Hunt versus Delvin Cook. We already know Delvin Cook's going to do his thing. Uh, then we got uh, Damian Harris versus Jordan Wilkins, who I'm pretty sure is starting for Indy right now. No, it's I never know anymore with Indy. No, it's a toss between him, Taylor, and Nakeen uh, Hines. Yeah, so see, it's like running back by committee. Indy's running back situation is just fucking terrible. Um, then we have Hunter Henry versus Jimmy Graham, and you know who I'm going to go with. Hunter fucking friend. Henry, man. <laughs> he's a he's a he's a great great tight end. Uh, he's sitting at 68 points for the year right now, which is great for a tight end. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, Herbert's uh, security blanket. Yeah, kind of like Philip Rivers back in the day with uh, Antonio Gates. Exactly. Um, then we got Michael Thomas versus uh, Wayne G- uh, Gallman Jr. We already know Michael Thomas is the fucking go-to guy right there. You, no, you can't go wrong with that. Uh, then we got Sly versus McManus for kickers. And, well, actually, no, fuck. Again, Sly's on a bye, so she's got a <laughs> kicker. Uh, and then we got New England defense versus Indianapolis defense. Indy is playing Houston, so I give them the edge on that one. Um, New England's playing the Chargers. It's a little bit of a tougher game. But, yeah, uh, Indianapolis, again, you know, they're hit and miss with, uh, with their games right now, but Houston's a great matchup. So I think – I think uh, Mike's got this one in the bag. I mean, it's Devin. She's one in ten. She's going one in eleven this week. Uh, I don't see her picking up another win this season. It's no contest. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, Mike again. He's gonna smash her. <laughs> I feel sorry for Devin because she actually, if you look at her draft, it was it wasn't it's a pretty too good draft. Bad. It wasn't too bad. She she picked up good potential. I think she just banked too much on Lamar Jackson. That's what screwed her over. But uh, why don't you go into our last matchup and 
implication. Oh, so last but not least, we have tight end Timmy versus Adam. And this has only one uh, playoff implications for uh, one of the um, participants, which is tight end Timmy. Um, so he had he lost this week in a in a slobber knocker with um, with Allen, and unfortunately because of that he is he is shuffled down in the bottom with Mike, but he actually has the last playoff spot right now. He'll he'll be in sixth, so it's a must win for him. He, he's facing Adam, who Adam has. You know, it doesn't get any worse. Like Devin is the worst, and then it's Adam. So, <laughs> unfortunately, uh, you know that's the way the cookie crumbles in this league. Sometimes, Adam uh, has Kyler Murray, and he's facing Deshaun Watson. Those are both great quarterbacks, both great young quarterbacks. I'm gonna give it a wash. Actually, no, I'm gonna give it a wash because Indianapolis defense is pretty good. Watson's um, playing them, and Kyler's playing the Rams. So. That could go either way. I expect both quarterbacks to put some points up. Um, now, where Tim probably has um, Adam is at the running back position. Uh, I feel like their wide receivers, again, are a wash. Or, or Adam has Terry and McLaurin, which McLaurin is a beast. Uh, but he also has Cole Beasley. And Measley Beasley is great because he throws TDs, but does he catch them? <laughs> it's been a while. He's a bastard for taking my TDs from Josh Allen. Oh, man, I laugh so hard because I'm like, ah, no points for Gooby. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Tim has Brandon Cooks. Now that Fuller is suspended, look for Cooks to get more love. Uh, He's also got Travis Fulgham. Who? Travis Fulgham. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Well, he's an Eagle, so nobody cares. (laughs) That that whole offense is a mess. So I, I feel, again, that's a wash there. Running backs... Tight end Timmy's got Alvin Kamara and Aaron Jones, which those two are no joke. Beast mode. Two keepers. I think that's the best two keepers in the league other than my two keepers. A hundred percent. Whereas Adam has Kenyon Drake and Leonard Fournette. Well, no, Leonard Fournette is on a buy. So Adam will probably have to go find someone to throw in that spot. And his team's a mess. Uh, he's got Gronk at the tight end position against uh, Dallas Goddard. Gronk is out too. Bye. Oh, bye. So, yeah. So Adam's and, team and, is giant. Team. And Gus yeah. Edwards is on the bye too. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, in <laughs> in short term, to end this thing, Tim's going to smash him. I actually don't care who wins this. Actually, that's not true. I think it'd be hilarious for Tim to lose and everyone else to win because Tim won it last year. He pumped his chest out. He quoted at the draft, I'm going to finish first. I'm going to win it again. I'm going to repeat. I don't think that's going to happen. What do you think? Not only that, I really want him to lose just so (laughs) him and Adam are both out because those guys are pot (laughs) splitters. You don't split the pot, okay? Freaking last playoff game of the fantasy season, they're sitting there going, yo, you want to split the pot? We could just split it. Who split the pot? Pathetic. You you do all that work uh, to split a pot at the end, man. Like, uh, you, I I don't know. Were you there when they? Yeah, when, we were, I was there. Okay. I was infuriated. I'm like, guys, really? Yeah. Well, you know. I was pissed. 
I, everyone was pissed. You know, you know, I looked into his blue eyes and I couldn't say no. No, nah, you're just a coward. Sorry, Tim. I love you, man. I love you to death, but you're a coward. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do think that, you know, he'll put Jameson Crowder in that flex spot. Uh, tight ends. I don't know who he'll pick up. He's got uh, Robert Tonyan for the Green Bay. He does have top. Gurley should be coming back, so that's uh, that's a plus for his running back situation. But yeah, tight end Timmy has that down pat. Yeah, I think he's got it in the bag, and that's unfortunate because I think it would have been the most hilarious thing ever. But we'll sh- we shall see. It's fantasy. It's unpredictable. Uh, you know, just like COVID. COVID is unpredictable. And this week uh, in the NFL, it was pretty chaotic. Um, it was a headache, like week 12. It was a giant migraine. And kudos to the NFL for acting quickly. But it did affect a lot of teams, like the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos lost all four of their starters to COVID. <laughs> now, COVID is no joke. We don't joke around about COVID, but I hate the Denver Broncos so much. And this one's for you, Destroyer. <laughs> so because of it, they had to resort using a wide receiver named Kendall Hinton. And would you like to know his numbers, Gooby? Oh, I, I know his numbers, but I want you to tell me. Well, he posted 13 yards, two interceptions, and seven rushing yards. He gave more possession than he had. It was a thing of beauty. <laughs> yeah, it was, man. One for nine, man. He 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 completed less completions to his own team. It was fucking sad. I, I felt... I felt bad for him because he was basically thrown to the wolves, but at the same time, you don't think that um, you don't think there was a, another quarterback lying around. Like I feel like they shouldn't have just hired the ball, that ball machine. And that would have been a better quarterback. Man. So the, uh, the problem was, was COVID related again. Yeah. You need a quarterback who has quarantined for two weeks and then can play. So, even if they got a quarterback off of free agency, they would still need to quarantine him for two weeks, which by that time the game's over. So yeah, but does the, does the ball machine have to be quarantined if you sign that? Yes. Yeah, man. <laughs> it, it stays on things for 48 hours, does it not? So quarantine that shit. Lysol wipe. But, wax uh, on. Wax on. You know what? Again, COVID-related uh, – Ravens versus the Steelers postponed three times. I think one for uh, one for Sunday, one for Monday, postponed for Tuesday. Now it's now it's a Wednesday game. No, the first one was actually the Thursday. It was supposed oh, to be. Oh, sorry. Thursday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice which has pushed uh, which has pushed some games back. Cowboys mm-hmm. don't play Thursday uh, anymore. They play Sunday. So or no, Monday is it not? It's. Uh, I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure it's a Monday three o'clock game. It's December eighth, whatever December eighth is. Yeah, I think, I think it's Monday. But uh, yeah, uh, they had 18 players slash reserves uh, on COVID watch, pushing the Steelers and Ravens game back, like we said three times. It's 
this shit's no joke, man. And you know, NFL's taking it seriously. Where they the, they'll keep pushing the games and either cancel the games. So it's 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 no laughing matter. It's it's pretty pretty fucking serious. It is. It's a serious time. Um, like just like what the Lions did, uh, cleaning house after that Thursday game. They were blown out by Houston, uh, forty-one to twenty-five, and they finally decided enough is enough, and they fired Matt Patricia, and they also fired Bob Quinn. Uh, right now, uh, they're being replaced by interim offensive coordinator Daryl Bavel. I just think it's pretty hilarious that Matt Patricia is supposed to be this defensive guru, and the Lions don't play a shred of defense. It's about time he. He was on his last legs from last year. It should have been last year. He's a bum. Maybe uh, Belichick will take will take him back with open arms. But this was a long time coming. So good riddance. The, the Lions deserve better. What do you think? Uh, I I think you know, kind of bouncing off of what you're saying about him being a good defensive coach. Look at uh, Wade Phillips. He was a great defensive coach. Did shit for Dallas. And then went to Cleveland and put Cleveland on the map as a good defensive team. So, you know, Matt Patricia, he definitely could become a huge defensive coordinator for a team for sure. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was about time those two got fired. Like, hands down, it was it was long time coming. Yeah, you just – well, not only that, the best part, best part about it – and I don't – I'll never celebrate when someone gets canned, but after his dismissal – the Lions players, <laughs> they chimed in on it. I don't know if you got to look it up the, on the Lions tweets, like especially Darius Slave, oh who played corner corner for him last year. And he was traded to um, Philadelphia because Matt Patricia thought he was over the hill. He was, you know, he's not as good as he thought. And yeah, he didn't shy away from it. I, I can't read it over the air because it's that bad. But it was it was great. Like not only him, like uh, other Lion players chimed in and they said, you know, a good riddance. Don't let the door hit you on the way out, you fat yeah. bastard. <laughs> uh, but you know what? Speaking, I want to take it back again to uh, COVID. The Niners have nowhere to play. Mm-hmm. Uh, San Francisco has done another lockdown, pretty much saying. No sporting events, no no businesses. Everything's closing down again. So yeah, the uh, the Niners are being kicked out of the stadium. Um, so yeah, their their potential spot right now is Arizona, and the stipulations of the NFL is they actually have to play in an NFL stadium. They can't go to a college stadium. It has to be an NFL officiated stadium. So it's going to be hard for them. Um, but right now, uh, the best spot is looking like Arizona for them. What do you think? Yeah, it was saying uh, it's a three-week ban right now. In San- they play in Santa Clara. That's where yeah. that's where they reside. And they said uh, no physical touching. Like you said, complete shutdown. So, yeah, Arizona is the spot right now. They're on the road to Arizona. They were even saying, I was reading earlier, that the NFL doesn't mind Arizona and San Fran sharing as as long as one team isn't there. So one team has to be on the road somewhere and then the other team can play their home game or their game there or whatever, so to speak. So yeah. it's an unfortunate situation, man. Like it's it's altering the scheduling 
altering travel. Like, uh, I don't know how these guys get any sleep, you know, just all this stuff dangling over them. But yeah, it yeah. sucks with the situation. Yeah, no, it, it is it is just shit, shit, shit situation for the NFL. But uh, yeah, you know what? Let's let's talk about something that's good, or maybe not good, depending on <laughs> how you want to put it. Let's go into Boomer Bust. Everybody's everybody's favorite. Everybody's favorite. Uh, do you want to kick it off? Or you want me to kick it off over there? Why don't you take us? Why don't you take the lead? All right. All right. I'm gonna pick two players as per usual, but my I got stipulations on my players. One, they're not owned in a lot of leagues. Two, they're probably not gonna be good. It, it all it all depends on how how things go. Uh, first off, man, Debo Samuel's. You know what? Debo. With with a few games injured, Debo Samuel's hasn't looked all that impressive this year. Most likely because he's been without a starting quarterback, Jimmy G. You can't we, we you you can't you can't really blame the guy. That being said, Jimmy G is supposed to come back this week for week week thirteen versus Buffalo. Uh, I see Debo Samuels being a boom, only as a flex though, only if you need him. Okay, that's that's the key. I don't see him being the big Debo Samuels he was last year. I see him being a flex player, nothing more. Uh, that's only if Jimmy G comes back this week. What do you think? So I'm gonna agree with your boom. Um as a flex boom boom. nope i'm gonna agree with him as a boom but i'm not gonna agree with everything else you just alluded to regardless if jimmy g or is it mullins is throwing errors at the helm san francisco has really nobody left the kittles on ir ayuka is just coming back off the COVID list debo this is where debo is here to shine he's been hurt all year and last week he posted 133 receiving yards. Not only can he do that, he can run the ball too. They need to do some trick plays and have him uh, run behind scrimmage. He's a talented man. He's just been very hurt. So for those reasons, you could put him as a wide receiver too if you need to, depending on the matchup. I think if he can stay healthy, he's a definite boom. And you should pick him up. He's hot off the wire. I know our league's going to go nuts for him this week. Uh, there's no secret. Uh, some of us don't need him like Gooby, but <laughs> I got my wide I got my wide For myself, but I think for the the bottom uh, bottom barrel uh, of our league, they're going to be scratching for him. So he's he's a boom in my eyes. Sweet. All right. Well, who do you got? Well, I got someone who Tim should have played this week. Uh, Plays for the Philadelphia Eagles, Dallas Goddard, Mr. Tight End himself. And I'm going to label him as a boom. I like my tight end. Sorry. I, I just, I, I, every every time we talk about it, I'm sorry. I have to tell. I just got to say it. Did you get any DM messages yet? I didn't get No, I didn't get no DM. <laughs> What's going on, people? I, I feel like most of the people that are probably watching this are guys. So I appreciate you guys not sending me tight end picks. <laughs> Thank you very much, but if you got girlfriends or wives or side chicks, all fair is love and war, okay? It could be flattering, though. You never know. 
<laughs> don't knock until you try it. <laughs> Sorry, man. Go on with your pick. <laughs> Back to Dallas Goddard. He, he's a boom. He posted uh, in the, the Monday Nighter 75 yards with a touchdown. The week before, he posted 77 yards with a touchdown. Uh, there's no Zach Ertz. And with Zach Ertz gone, Goddard is the main big target, especially in the red zone. Uh, his only viable option that Wentz has, because who can really Wentz trust? Uh, Shannon Sheriff calls him, walk it to him. But Wentz has been giving it to the other team. So Goddard's been his security blanket. And if he can stay healthy, too, I, he's been hit with the injury bug. He's a definite, definite boom. And if he's available and you need a tight end, you definitely should pick him up. And Tim, don't ever pick up a guy named Akins who you never heard of before uh, from the from the Texans. When you had Goddard on your bench, you probably would have won this uh, last week. Yeah. Who do you got? Who do you got for your next uh, boomer pass? <laughs> oh man! Oh, sorry. Uh, sorry, what do you think? What do you think of Dallas Goddard? I I know I, I think he's I think he's a great pick. Like for all the reasons you said, the only problem is is you got the. Uh, top quarterback throwing, uh, sorry, not the top quarterback, but the uh, most intercepted quarterback of the season mm-hmm. at 15 interceptions yeah. this year. So it, it's a it's a scary situation. Did you see but, the one in the end zone? <laughs> no, I, I didn't watch the Philly game. I watched uh, mostly the Titans game. Um, the, uh, oh, Lord, brain skin scrambled. I watched the Titans game. I watched a little bit of the Rams game. Yeah. I watched... Uh, I think all of the Monday nighter, um, but yeah, it's it, I, I I think he's a great pick. He's a solid pick. Uh, next one. Next one is Sammy Watkins. We haven't heard of him in a while. It's you know long. what? Sammy Watkins has been injured since week six and only putting up a measly three point eight points on his return last week. That being said, I see him as a boom this week versus the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. No one wants to own that shit. (laughs) We all know how bad Denver is. And when I see Sammy Watkins putting up a decent game of about 15 points, I'm saying 90 yards with a touchdown. It's that feeling effect that I love to talk about. You know what? You got T.Y. or uh, not T.Y. Hill. Wow. Tariq Hill. You got Tariq Hill on that end. Fucking catching bombs. He went for 200 and something yards last week. I think three touchdowns. The dude was a beast, just like Derrick Henry. Um, So, yeah, you know what? Sammy Washington's going to get that feeling effect where you got that great wide receiver on one side and you got that great second on the other. I see him a putting up more than 15 points this week, especially against the Denver Broncos. Denver so, Broncos. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> and like I said, he's probably on your waiver wire because he's been injured. So pick his ass up, pick his ass up quick. Cause you know what? He'll be good in the playoffs. Uh, well, this is where we differ. Sammy Watkins. You said he's been hurt this, this year or for a while. He's been hurt since he was drafted. He's always hurt. From his days in Buffalo, you know, to his days with uh, the Chiefs, he's always hurt. This man, it possesses so much speed and so much talent, but he can never stay healthy and get on the field. So he's going to be a bust for me. Mahomes has too many shinier toys than him, like Robinson, Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Clyde, Le'Veon. 
there's there's not enough balls to go around, and this sure. isn't gate porn. So, I, on on for that very reason, he's going to be a bust in my eyes, and I wouldn't touch him with a ten foot pole. First of all, Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not a shiny toy. Okay, he's that toy at the bottom of the fucking chest that the kid goes. I don't want to play with him, Daddy. You can sell him. Okay. I feel like he's more of a Kinder Surprise toy. <laughs> <laughs> you're not sure which one you're gonna get. It could be a toy. Life, it could be like a shit toy. <laughs> life is like a box of chocolates. You never know what you're gonna get. <laughs> exactly. Forrest Gum knew it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> who's your last pick over there, Melky? Uh, I got a man I used to have on my squad, but I sent him packing to Jen for uh, Austin Eckler. Shout out to Eckler, man. You were balling. I should have started you. I'm going to go with Devin Singletary, running back of the Buffalo Bills. And he's going to be labeled as a bust. And it's not that he's not talented, because every time he does well, he shoots himself in the foot right after. So he posted 82 rushing yards. And he had 20 receiving yards. Like, this is the thing. He's multi-talented. You can use him in different situations, but he always fumbles. He fumbled. He had a great run. I was concentrating more on that game, the Buffalo and um, L.A. Um, Chargers game, because I had so many players in that game. And he looked great, and then he fumbled. And then you never really saw him again after that. So... For that reason, and also Josh Allen, let's face it, like Josh Allen is the main running back on this on this team. Like, yeah, you got Moss and you got Singletary, but Josh Allen calls the show. He he runs the show. He runs like his trick play. He does trick plays. Like Josh Allen, man, he's he is the he is Mister Buffalo, Lord uh, and Savior. You're a Lord and Savior, and like I said, Singletary's got slippery hands. And then he's just easily forgotten in the shuffle sometimes, and he hasn't posted 100 yards this season. So for that, for all those reasons, I'm going to label him as a bust. Uh, what do you think, buddy? So uh, are we saying he's like a Plaxico Burris? He's just going to shoot himself in the foot? I mean, he might one day. He's <laughs> 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 <Because> frustrated. <laughs> he is from a Yeah, you know what? I kind of agree with you. Uh, it's a bust, you know. If if it comes to you know five and five and goal, it's always a uh, it's always a Josh Allen type of play, yeah. um, you know. So yeah, I, I see him. I see him as a bust. I, I totally agree with you. Yeah, just you know, that was, like I said, that was the reason I sent him packing. He just never did anything for me, like extraordinary. We had one game where he posted 10 points. Well, I can just pick up some bum off the wire. And he can get me 10 points. So, <laughs> so for the, all those reasons, you know, Singletary, you're a bust. Super bust. But speaking of not busting, because you can't in this segment, we're going <laughs> to go. We're going to go with our favorite, well, my favorite segment, my favorite ending segment with uh, Toonie Bets, where we bet our life savings on football games. <laughs> so, Gooby, why don't you start us up and tell the viewers who you're riding with this week? All right, everybody. I picked an easy matchup this week, okay? I had enough of this bullshit of just, you know... <laughs> Throwing my picks out there, going on those bull predictions. So I said, fuck it. You know what? 
it's almost the last game of the season, or actually it is the last week of the fantasy season fantasy the playoffs. Season. So yeah. you know what? I decided to go with uh, I decided to go with an easy pick. The Jets are not going to go zero and sixteen. They're going to beat the Raiders. Okay, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Okay, I tell you that. Look into my eyes. I'm looking, man, and Look you're crazy. Right here. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in the Jets. J E T S. Jets. 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 All right, buddy. Jets over the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even want to chime on this because it, it would just take the entire podcast over. <laughs> you're, a bra- you're a brave one, Mr. Gooby. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's a that's a funny pick. I, I kind of hope you're right. <laughs> I, I get this that. one day. Well, you fucked. Uh, I did. You pick, I did pick the Philly game. That is true. Exactly. You got lightning in a bottle there, so who knows? Uh, so for mine, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little different route. I usually go with my um, easy easy games or uh, ones that are no brainers. I'm gonna go the Jets over the Raiders too. No, we're not allowed to do the same games. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I'll ever pick the Jets, even if it was. The Jets versus the Toronto Argonauts or the Ottawa <laughs> or That's whatever. CFL for you, American people. Yeah, crap. But yeah, I, w- I, w- I wouldn't. I still wouldn't pick crap the Jets. Football league. Ugh, their balls are bigger. Who cares? Anyways, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the Chargers over the Patriots this week. Uh, I feel like it's a home game for the Chargers. They were this close to actually beating the Bills last week. It was very close. They, they, you know what? The problem with them is they play hard, and they're always there, but they just can't get over the hump. I mean, it goes with the territory having a young quarterback. The defense is pretty lousy. But I think this week uh, they're going to put up a big W. Cam Newton is overrated. The Patriots are overrated. They escaped from the skin, at the skin of their teeth last week. It took a field goal for them to win. Patriots are, they're not doing anything. So I'm going to go with the Chargers uh, this week. There you go. There you go. I, I like that pick too. You know what? Uh, Chargers, they're looking pretty good, especially Herbert, man. I, I can't, you can't go wrong with that. So uh, uh, he, he keeps getting better. And I know like some of, I know he didn't post like three touchdowns, but he just keeps getting better. His poise gets better. He's getting more comfortable. He's controlling the situation. So I like the Chargers for that reason. Perfect. All right, man. I'm, I'm assuming you got our favorite guest. I always do. Uh, he sent it actually half an hour ago. No, an hour ago because he forgot. But it's actually a doozy. Uh, ba has the best picks. And I hope you guys enjoy his Toonie bet for this week. I love this soothing voice <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Ba here back for another Toonie bet first off I guess congrats to the New York Giants the new king of shit I guess <laughs> wear that crown with pride my Toonie bet for this week I'm going the Cleveland Browns versus the Tennessee Titans both teams are 8-3 and three, and I'm actually taking the Titans this time the Browns are 1-3 against teams with winning records and 0-2 oh away the Titans are ninth in defense, 
And the Browns are 21st against the run, which means I think Derrick Henry is going to have another night. The Titans are in fine form. They're ready for the playoffs. Mike Vrabel's got them all running. So I'm taking Tennessee. Bet on it, even though I've been brutal this year. Take care, guys. <laughs> I, fucking, I fucking love that pick. I love him calling out Derrick Henry. And, yeah, fucking shout-out to the New York Giants, who are somehow top of the fucking NFC East. Yeah, uh, well, he labeled it right, the king of shit. But Daniel Jones just went down, and he could be out for an extended period with a hamstring uh, injury. So That could probably be a good thing for the Giants. Oh, not having Jones? Why, because he can't trip over his own feet? Exactly. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. Our whole division fucking sucks. <laughs> no, no, that 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 is a great pick. Uh, I agree. Tennessee should run numbers on Cleveland. Absolutely. No, I agree with that. It was a solid pick. He always he always makes great picks. That he does. Also love that soothing voice. Like I said, man, something about that voice. Check him out on the Wild Head Mustard podcast for sure. But does it make you wet? <laughs> <laughs> No, it does not. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, um, you know what? There is one thing I want to do a shout-out to in non-NFL-related news, but a huge step for women in sports, in the sports world in general. I want to give a big shout-out to uh, Sarah Fuller of the Vanderbilt uh, uh, wow, Commodores football team. <laughs> Yo, it, the, the spelling was a little off when I wrote it. Uh, yeah, Vanderbilt Commodores football team for being the first woman to play in a Power Five SEC uh, game in the NCAA. <laughs> Amazing feat. You know what? And, and she's taking strides, and no, she's a kicker. She's a placement kicker. Uh, and yeah, though they did not win, they lost to Missouri forty-one to nothing. That's, that's a, so she didn't get a lot of action. Um, she did take a, the uh, opening kickoff in the second half with a perfectly executed squib kick, which actually uh, it was actually a very close call. If uh, if it got a couple more bounces, they probably could have taken taken the ball back. But uh, yeah, you know what? Great strides for uh, women in sports. Uh, you know, hopefully one day we can see a woman in the NFL or anybody like like this is this is just this is crazy. Um, you know, also big shout out to Dak Prescott for hitting her up, congratulating her on her accomplishment because she's a huge Cowboys fan. <laughs> well, Dak's a class act and. Yeah, that's huge news. That's a huge step in the right direction. You know, there are great women football players out there, and I'm glad <clears throat> I'm glad they're getting an opportunity to shine. So big ups. Yeah, yeah. I I just yeah I, I watched uh, I watched the highlights. I was hoping to see more, you know, but unfortunately uh, Vanderbilt could not put up any points for her to kick a field goal. But they did say that they are going to stick with her throughout the season so hopefully we'll get to see more of her uh in the weeks to come that's perfect and i just want to thank uh, i want to thank you man for uh being my partner in crime as this is always fun buddy i want to thank anthony i want to thank ba i think john and the rest of the not after 30 um podcast crew 
for for making this possible because without them this wouldn't uh, this wouldn't happen. Especially want to throw a shout out since we're throwing shout outs to Jerry Jones. Now I don't normally compliment this man, but he said something maybe a couple hours ago that just had me rolling on the floor. <laughs> now we talked about earlier the Denver Broncos situation with their quarterbacks, you know, catching co- or testing positive for COVID, and they had to resort to a wide receiver. Well, Jerry Jones showed no sympathy for that because he said that the quarterback situation was no worse than what the Dallas Cowboys had to endure when they had to go with the, the Italian stallion, so to speak, because Danucci. Andy Dalton went Danucci, Andy Dalton went down. Dak was obviously hurt. So he showed no remorse. And it's finally he said something correct because he's done so many things wrong over the course of a, uh, decades. But shout out to him for speaking his mind. Honestly, it couldn't have happened. It couldn't have been said better, and it was great. It had to do with the Denver Broncos again. Destroyer, I hate your team, so suck on that. I think John Elway <laughs> hates his team too. So, John, Elway, I mean, ever since they won the Super Bowl, I can show you that. I can show you the text messages that we had on our little group chat. You know what? I was talking to you guys. I had to stop for a second because John Elway called me. He said, "You know what? I could use you as my quarterback." And I said, "Hell to the fucking no." <laughs> I am playing for the Denver Broncos. Just play that song. Hell no. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, but on that note, the difference between O and ah is about three inches. It's December 1st, first day of snow. Get your damn Christmas shopping done. On that note, Gooby and I are signing out. Peace.